Hi, everybody. It's Richard Zwicky with High on Healthy. And joining today, we have Shannon and Travis Moorhead with the Great Spirits Farm. Welcome aboard High on Healthy. Thank you. Thanks for having us. So, yeah, no, it's um, really interesting to take a look at uh, Great Spirits Farm and what you're doing. You're a private ayahuasca church and you offer a range of ayahuasca based um, microdosing systems and ceremonies, from what I understand. Tell us a bit about how that got started. Wow, that's a that's a deep question. Um, <laughs> well, our our microdose uh, came from basically having excess vine when we were making medicine, uh-huh. and we didn't want to waste it. So, just it was an an intuitive guidance that we we made this microdose, and then we tried it, and we were like, "Wow, this is this is really something." So that's that's kind of our public offering, not so private, right? And uh, yeah, it's been it's been super helpful for people getting off antidepressants, so that they can come and sit with us in ceremony, obviously with the consultation of their physician, right? Um, and it's pretty cool because they can take it every day; they don't have to take you know do the standard microdosing protocol where they have to take days off. They can uh, have that consistent mood every day, and it's one hundred percent legal in all fifty states. And tell me, when you do microdosing of ayahuasca before a ceremony, does it affect the outcome of the ceremony or does it affect your physical response? Because I know some people have a stronger physical response than others. Yeah, it actually can help the body to develop um, some, to to get more of a sensitivity to the harmonies and the harmless and maybe not have such a, as challenging a time because it's already in the body when they do come and sit for the actual ceremony with the full medicine. We actually had a participant this uh, last weekend here for ceremony that's been with us uh, probably a dozen times. And this was the first ceremony he actually came to where he took the microdose leading up to the ceremony. Right. And his experience was actually way deeper and he needed less medicine to connect. So I think there was something to do with like the sensitivity of it. Uh, being increased and not needing as much medicine and, and connecting very quickly as well. I can I can understand that because you build up the your body climate adjusts ahead of time and understands the physical effects much better and then the rest adds. So, um, how long should people microdose for before a ceremony and then after? At what point does it wane? Like, is there a cantonation to which you expect people should continue doing ceremonies on a regular basis? I think uh, it's different for each person. Every person's unique and everybody's in their own their own space. So we've had some people that have completely got off antidepressants and are using the microdose every day and it just has been their new routine that they've added to their their morning routine that they do and it's kept them from needing their depressant their pills or anything like that. Um you got other people that just they they take it to, to help connect with the medicine before the ceremony as well as kind of help with that integration following the ceremony as well because they're they're taking ayahuasca every day. They're intentional about taking it, and it really connects to that experience that they had. That um, you know, integration is everything with this with this work. So it's, it's it is uh, been helping with that a lot. And where do people go for the treatment, for the ceremony, or for? Because you mentioned all fifty states, but it's not a ra- it's not a travel right, route. Right. So. Yeah, no, the, the microdose <laughs> itself is not a, is not an actual like travel type treatment. Right. Um, but we do have private actual ayahuasca ceremonies, but that is not legal in all 50 states. So, right. um, yeah, <laughs> we're, we're based in Florida, but we're private referral, referral based only church. Okay. Okay. So if mostly, yeah. 
you know, if people want to go through through a ceremony with you, they would travel down to Florida, or you may be holding elsewhere, and you'd announce it at the time. Correct. Yeah, we we're, yeah. we're a five hundred one c non nonprofit. We hope that we have our refer protections, but we're we don't advertise, we don't market in that sense. Um, but we have beautiful twenty acre property that's lush forest up next to a state forest, and we feel like we have a great a great set and setting. Right. We take care of the setting part. People bring their mindset with them. Anytime you can get into nature, it helps. Yeah, yeah. It's like that's the essential piece, right? Exactly. So listing as a church, that obviously was assisted you in terms of delivering the uh, services and offerings. How long? Yes. Have, how long has that been possible and how long have you been operating as a church? So we've been operating since 2016. Okay. Uh, in 2003, I believe it is, is when the I think it's 2006. 2006, when the Florida or the Freedom of Religion Act passed uh, nationally, yep. and some states adopted it, some didn't adopt it. Interestingly enough, so actually, even like Colorado, we were just at the psychedelic conference, but yep. Colorado actually didn't didn't adopt that law, so there's a lot less protections there than there actually is in Florida. And with Florida, we you know it's a it's a republican state so we actually have a lot of it actually benefits us in quite a bit because this freedom of religion is is very strong and really committed to here especially in the rural county that we're in and right. so it's actually given us a lot of uh protection i would say um but we're we're also really private the, our first time ever being public at all with this was at the psychedelic conference two weeks ago and this radio show is actually a very unique thing for us as well because we would normally not not do this but we're just like really wanting to share the power of ayahuasca and what it can do for people and, and are willing to, and that's really the intention of us meeting, meeting with you on the radio show. Yeah. And I appreciate that. And, you know, you mentioned one, you've mentioned a couple of times that it's been really powerful for people trying to get off depression medication. What else do you advocate it for? Oh my gosh. Yeah. I think it's, um, you know, we're actually met with a couple of labs that are going to be helping us to run some studies Mm -hmm. So this is all anecdotal, um, but what people typically report is that they feel very calm, mm -hmm. peaceful, relaxed without feeling sleepy. They feel energized without that kind of speedy amped feeling that psilocybin can give. Right. But, um, it increases intuition. Uh, a lot of people feel like they're actually like, wow, I kind of just knew what I needed to do and I knew what it needed to go. And they feel like they have that inner guidance on on board. Um, and then the dream state can go off the charts, not for everybody, but uh, if that's something that, you know, a lot of people like to use to, you know, either support integration or to right. find guidance in their life. Um, a lot of people are reporting and analyzing their dreams. So it can very much help with with that aspect as well. One thing that's been really fun for us in the in this last couple of weeks, it's been kind of wild for us. And so like we've been so small and all, all been working off of referrals with the ayahuasca microdose tincture that we, we produce. And we have a lot of people on subscriptions, take it every month. A lot of people swear by it, but it's been a very small right. sample size. And right. at the at the conference, we were giving away free samples. I don't know if you, if you got one of those samples, but it was incredible to see the number of people that took the sample and within an hour, maybe the next day they come back and they wanted to get the tincture that they could immediately feel the effects and actually feel really calm and relaxed. We had a lady who showed up on Wednesday and, and tried our sample, bought a tincture and Friday she came to us on tears and said that she has been on Xanax for a long time and hasn't needed Xanax the last three days. And that was during a conference. That's, of 11, that's wonderful because people. it's very difficult, tough on the system, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, the, 
the changes for people when they start going through a process um, like this often allows them to deal with their, well, it really does help them deal with their inner demons in ways that often they haven't been able to confront. Yeah, when you yeah. go through that, how do you prepare or train people for what they will experience? Um, I think that there is very little training that you can do as far as how to and access your subconscious and what what to do when you get there. I think that is kind of an, uh, an experiential um, an experience that we have that we kind of learn as we go. But one of the things that I definitely recommend people do to prepare the mind and the psyche for ayahuasca is meditation. Because when we get into those subconscious states, the the egoic mind, the identity will do everything it can to hang on to the old systems because the right. old processing system is what kept, keeps us alive. Well, yeah, it's and your belief so, and values, right? And they're the form and the structure around you. And this opens you up to looking at things differently. Right, right. So turning off that default mode network is pretty scary for a lot of people which we can do through meditation. So being able to go into the ceremony with a very calm, resolute mind and being able to stay focused because when, when ayahuasca shines the flashlight into the dark corners of, of the psyche and we, we see things there, they were like, wow, I didn't realize there was so much over there. It can be very um, natural for the mind to be like, oh, listen to that person. Oh, check that out. Oh, are, look, there's this bug crawling on your skin. It's like, hey, look anywhere but over there. So having that that practice ahead of time to keep the mind focused and to, to stay on point is probably one of the greatest tools so that we can begin to clean out that corner that we didn't realize had so much going on in it. Right. I don't think I'd also say it's really important to uh, go to a center. If you're going to go for an ayahuasca retreat, go somewhere that's going to really spend some time like talking to you beforehand. Like what we've beside a lot of different people. And a lot of times there's, there's not a lot of guidance beforehand. You're just kind of thrown into this mix with a bunch of people you don't know. And you just get served this medicine you've never had before and, and don't have a lot of context for what's happening. And so one thing that we do is we, we spend about hour why and some people have a really rough time because they're not prepared and they don't know what's going on and where there is a, a proper path. Definitely. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Before, <laughs> before, each, before each ceremony, we spend about an hour and a half just talking to the people beforehand. This is what you may experience. This is the structure of the ceremony. These are the rules that we have in place to keep you safe and everyone getting the most out of the experience and just really kind of create that as a group with the people beforehand. And we, we get tons of feedback that's just so helpful of, you know, they may be going through it and having a really hard challenge. And then also they remember, oh, wait, Travis told me to lean into the giant gorilla in the room, not run from it. And <laughs> right. to, like, surrender to the experience versus trying to hide from it. <laughs> yeah, turn, sure. turn on your belly or, you know, we go over different body positions to help people uh, access access through their, their body. Right. Um, so I think that the the hour and a half introduction is is priceless. And yep. a lot of, like Travis said, a lot of people don't don't do that. So. Mm, that's yeah i know i've heard that some definitely don't do that um so people who want to learn more who want to have an experience who want to open up their minds how should they reach out to you and uh, how often do you perform the ceremonies or open the doors so as far as our, our microdose tincture is available on our website it's greatspiritfarm.org now yeah. when you go to the website you're not going to see that's all one word, right 
Yeah. Yeah. And and when you when you uh, go to our website, you're not going to say anything about our ceremonies because like we said we're very private. We're a private retreat center. We work on referrals, and it's worked really great for us. And we really right. we really think that that's an important part of of people finding us. We actually don't. We actually have no paid staff. We don't take any income from it at all. It goes right back into the church, and we have our own jobs that we do. And it's just something that really speaks to our heart and something that we want to share with the world. And no, that's that's wonderful. And so, um. People can visit the greatspiritfarm.org website. They can find the microdosing product. They'll reach out to you to start chatting and discovering anything else along the way, or it's private referrals where one person you already know is telling another. And yeah, it's ideally the private referral, but I'm not going to lie. We've had people buying our tincture for six months and be like, okay, I love this. How do I, how do I get to learn more about ayahuasca? And, you know, we've had a, we've had a few foots in the door that way. Oh, I'm sure. You know, there's people who always want to learn more and make, have inquiries. So that's why I just ask along the way. Um, Mm -hmm. No, that's fantastic. I mean, the, anybody who can be helped with regards to some of the trauma, some, and depression, which, results from you know those childhood trauma incidents it's powerful because it's how we break the cycle yeah right? we, the, yeah. the biggest challenge is when you experience some of these traumas most people go and perpetrate the same ones on their own children and mm-hmm. that cycle continues and the mm-hmm. hurt and the pain is impossible to re- release because you don't get to the source or it's difficult to release never impossible and mm-hmm. a, a treatment program like this and a path like this offers hope to people which is you know phenomenal work and outstanding i'd like to thank you for joining us on high and healthy and sharing um your knowledge and your background with our listeners yeah thank You're you welcome. richard thanks for having us appreciate it thank you and i encourage everybody listening to go check out the greatspiritsfarm.org website and we'll be back on high and healthy again with you very shortly i'm richard